Blog Talk Radio. Hello, hello, everyone, and welcome to the Miss Reason Show with your host, Miss Reason and Jay. Hey, Jay. Hey, lady. How are you? I'm good. How you day been? My day has been pretty good. Um, no complaints today. I've been relaxing all day pretty much. Well, that's good. I, I had on I had on a couple of hats today. I, I was a beautician. I was a nail tech. Uh, <laughs> a cook. I did a couple. You know, your niece's birthday party Still is usual, tomorrow, so yeah, yeah so I did yeah. a bunch of stuff today. But I did get to give myself like a little uh, pedicure, so I did relax a little bit. Okay, that'll work. That'll work. Well, we got a fancy, another fantastic show tonight. We have the uh, multifaceted entrepreneur Bricks on the line. Hey, Bricks, welcome to the show. Thank you for having me. Peace, peace. Yeah, it's a pleasure to have you here, and we've been waiting for you to be on the show. Jay's been telling me a lot about you, and you seem like a pretty awesome guy, so I'm anxious to get to know you better. I appreciate it. I hope I hope I live up to the expectations. <laughs> hope I do. Well, looking at your your um, background, I'm pretty sure you will I, with everything that you do. I mean, your your resume, I will put it, is um, amazing, and um, I mean, you do a lot in the industry, and that's awesome. Thank you. I appreciate it. It took a while. Definitely took a while, and I'm still uh, growing and climbing. Well, okay. you know, all beginnings start slow, so that's, you know, that's fine. Definitely, definitely. Yeah. You're building your foundation for your, for your, um, for your, I want to say your um, enterprise. You're building a foundation for definitely. it. Definitely. Yeah. Now, uh, Bricks, putting out a foundation. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the, the, mm-hmm. the biggest thing um, in terms of, like, accomplishment. I think the the things that I'm most proud of is not necessarily the the personal thing that I accomplished, but the things that I take part in and helping and assisting other people in accomplishing. Oh, that's beautiful. Oh, that's commendable. That is that's right. commendable. Definitely. Um, wow. I don't even know how to respond to that. That that is an awesome answer. Awesome response. I wasn't expecting that. But that's right. something. I don't think we heard that on the show yet. I don't think we heard that on the show yet. I don't think so either. No, I don't think so either. But it's, I mean, it's like that's the amazing. Same, uh, I'm sorry. Right. No, go ahead. Finish your thought. I was saying basically, um, it's like the saying, you know, you could you could teach a man how to fish. Uh, when you can help somebody, um, in the ground stages of starting their own business. Or um, even if they already had their business started, but just trying to find a niche for that business and grow, um, potentially you're not just helping a per- you know you're not just helping one person and that person is feeding a family. Um, that business can leave behind a legacy that that person can leave, you know, for generations to come. So, you know, when you right. when you look at I look at it from that perspective because I expect I expect to be successful and when I tell people. Um, in the ground stages of starting their business that even though the majority of businesses fail, you can't operate as if you plan to fail. You know, you have right. to operate as if, you know, you will succeed. So when I look at it from that perspective, that's that's the greatest joy of it because the money at this stage for me is never gonna equal up to the amount of work I do. <laughs> Not at this stage. So you have to find other joy in it. You have to enjoy what you do and you have to look at it um from a you know grand scale, larger picture. That's right. true, but you know they say if you love what you do, you never work a day in your life. So exactly, exactly. Yeah, yeah I agree with that we, too because we do what we love to do, and we don't feel right. like we're working. Yeah, right. Yeah, we just having fun and, and making connections, really building a family because everybody stays in contact. You'd be surprised how many people have come back and offered their talents to us for free. Just because, you know what I'm saying? So, yeah. Or, you know, they send us books or products or stuff. Right. No, I, see, I see y'all working. I see y'all working. 
Well, we have a hot yeah, topic. Um, right. We have a hot topic, and um, I know you see it coming because it's all that is being talked about up and down timelines and all of that. But <laughs> we're asking all of the guests this week, uh, what is your stance on the inauguration today? Did you watch it? No, I didn't watch it. Okay. So how do you feel about it? Or do you have any feelings about it? Um, I don't necessarily have any like feelings towards like he you know, we knew he was gonna be inaugurated. That's that's a part of the process once you're elected. Mm-hmm. Um I I think that we I think sometimes that we we can give a person more power than they actually have. Um I look like the reason why I stayed off of Facebook today and I ignore my timeline is because it's you know, it's hypocritical. I look on there and I see a lot of people, you know, they saying how much, you know, Donald Trump is gonna affect us, how much power he has, you know, sitting in the same chair and then they turn around and they, they also these same people said that Obama was just a puppet and he had no power sitting in the same right. seat. So it can't work both ways. Either that power holds the either that chair holds the power or it's, or it doesn't. it's greater than that. Yeah, or it doesn't. Right. And I look right. at it like, you know, it, it, it's our problem is on a local level. We need to get congressmen. We need to get senators. We need to get our councilmen. We need to start at a local, local election level, a much stronger part than electing one official. That's, that's, that's a lot of truth. Well, I actually yeah. had the pleasure of watching. Okay. <laughs> it was. It was really interesting. Um, there were some preachers and some choirs doing some medallies, and then it was um, he made a very brief speech. And uh, the funniest thing that happened was after the after he like it was very uneventful to me, and apparently those watching felt the same way because some guy got on. I don't even know who he was, but he got immediately after the inauguration was over. They showed him. And he was saying how disappointed he was because all Trump really said was, look, we we not only transferring power from one president to another, we transferring power from Washington, D.C. to you, the people. Washington, D.C. has had the power for way too long. And then he walks out like he done. So they was highly disappointed. Wow. <laughs> they they wow. were highly disappointed. <laughs> the protesting probably lasted longer than his speech. It was so funny. But... <laughs> <laughs> they took pictures and you like all of the maymays with Joe Biden. I tried not to believe he was a ratchet, but they got him. They recorded him standing next to the new um, to Pence, new vice president, and everybody smiling. You know they got the wives next to him. Everybody smiling and waving. And they said, "Well, Joe, are you smiling because you like um, Mike Pence?" He said, "No, I'm smiling because I'm supposed to." Hey, <laughs> 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 right, that's it. Like, all right, that's it. Bye, y'all. Like, that was it. It was, it was, it was funny today, but it was very short, you know, in comparison to the, you know, the two inaugurations from Obama. These things were short. Uh, The secretary was gonna perform. She did not. He had like some Catholic choirs, like stiff neck with the robes and everything, singing, sounding like (laughs) opera, and then. And you know, and some preachers said some prayers and blessed him, and you know, like the, the his years to come, and it was just over. He had the shortest speech of the whole thing, and then he walked off. He didn't, he didn't thank anybody. He didn't like go shake anybody's hand. He he walked off. He left. He and I don't understand. I don't understand why they expect him to be less arrogant than he's always been. I mean, look at how he was on that show. When he was firing everybody, he was always like arrogant and snobbish like that. Yep. So I don't know why they yeah. thought he was gonna be something else. <laughs> I found it amusing though. I thought it was, I thought it was funny. Hilarious. It was mm-hmm. a speech right during the campaign. He didn't deliver too many, um, you know, grand speeches. So I don't know why right. people expected him to come to the inauguration prepared to deliver like some hard hitting <laughs> key point speech. Right. <laughs> and he hasn't based his exactly. campaign off of that. All right. But they have a lot of uh, uncomfortable-looking pictures and videos with the um, with Michelle and Ivanka or Ivana, whichever one she is. I can't keep track. 
But <laughs> he has, I really, I can't. You know, I know one of them is the daughter and one's the mom. So whatever, with the wife, with the um first lady. And <laughs> Michelle keeps making the craziest faces. They like they gave her um they gave Michelle a gift and Michelle makes her face as she's taking a gift. <laughs> like they got them walking next to each other and they look so uncomfortable and they they you know they already put up a maybay. And both of them look like, Where's my husband? I'm ready to go. That's that's how they both look in the picture. I'm ready to go. But it was it was interesting. I expected it to take all day, you know, like church at a, you know, church at a black church. I expected it to be all day and interrupt regularly programmed, you know, scheduled programming. But it didn't. He was like, I right, I got stuff to do. Thank y'all and good night. Walked away. Yeah, he was over. He had some stuff to do. Quick hitters. But already they have already like they already making decisions that's affecting other people. You know, like today, something was changed already. So it's like, you know what? He like he didn't have time. This was a business move. He didn't have time yeah. to be. You know, he's not kissing nope. no more kids or nothing. He done. Nope, done. <laughs> yeah, it's over. Yeah. Mhm. Well. What do you think, Marie? How did you feel about it? Did you get to see it? No, I didn't watch it on purpose. Um, okay. I just feel like it's Boy a circus, it. and I just. Yeah, I'm a boycotter via not watching the TV. So um, <laughs> I just Proud didn't want to be a part of the whole circus. Or, you know, I just, yeah, whatever, Trump is Trump, and we're going to see what he do. That's all I can say. Yeah. It's, it's exactly. entertaining, to say the least. I mean, it was like nobody really liked that show he used to be on, but you watched it because he's entertaining. He's a clown. Like mm-hmm. it's, Definitely. It's, it's funny, but yeah, that he. Is. So I just, you know, we asked everybody this question. We we've gotten completely different answers from every guest so far, but right, you know, being that today okay. it happened, I, I was really interested to see how you felt about it. Yeah, I don't know how I feel about that. My interview was on the day of uh, Trump's inauguration. <laughs> <laughs> I think so. Um, <laughs> I had to, you know, the, the, they didn't stop for me. I had to go, you know, I, I had to go work. I worked on a short film um, with a partner of mine, Spade. Um, so we we had to lay, we had to lock down another location and stuff. So I was running around handling that. I couldn't. I wasn't going to stop the day. As uh, Marie said, the quota to watch a, a spectacle or, or you know, a circus. Circus, well, of exactly. course. Exactly. Of course. Well, I see. That's some comedy. I might pop some popcorn and watch it like for like a comedy movie later. Right, it's funny. It's hilarious. I mean, they actually they like people at the end actually were up there like having debates on how they thought his speech should have should have (laughs) gone. It's funny. They they and the guy seemed like you know like I said I don't know who he was but he seemed like he was very important to whoever else might have been watching. And yeah. he was like, you know, he didn't touch bases on anything. He was upset. He was upset. He was on. He was turning red and everything as he was speaking. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, he was mad. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Well, we have a couple of callers on the line. I want to say, um, callers, if you have a comment or a question, press 1, and I will bring you on the line live so you can speak with Bricks. Okay, so um, so Briggs, tell us a little bit about yourself, so everybody, the audience will know. Okay, um, I gotta keep it. I'm gonna keep it as brief as I possibly can. Um, the best way that I could describe myself is just, um, uh, I would say self-made with a lot of help. If that makes sense, um, I I pretty much taught myself. The majority, like I say, you know, 95% of the stuff that I know in filming. Um, at first, I used to be in, in, involved in music, um, uh, deck of cards entertainment. I started with them. And um, what happened was, to keep it, just to keep it brief as I can, I actually uh, licensed, I was working with deck of cards entertainment to license music to film. And then once I, I looked at it and I said, okay, well, they can't do film without music. 
you know. But they're getting a bigger check, though. So I'm like, well, I can license the music and do the film myself. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Makes sense. Them get all, get the money. That makes sense. So once I, knew, once I made a couple of yeah, once I made the contact, I just went and I said I was going to do it myself. So um, that's pretty much how I got started in film. And then um, just to give back, once I was a little bit stable and I was, you know, able to land consistent gigs and take care of myself from it, um, I was at a situation at the post office. Like, so I, had a, I, was, I was a regular, like one of the youngest regulars at the post office. And I was, it was constantly, you know, constantly drama there and whatever. And it was stressful. And once I had, I secured a good gig. I secured a good gig to be comfortable, and I left the post office. Left that, left that drama behind me to uh, to p- pursue this full time. And once I was stable and 100% of my feet, I reached out to uh, to a partner of mine, Spade. He linked me up with um, NJCU, and um, that's when we teamed up with the Educate the Block program, which is a program that um, mentors and teaches not just um, kids, but adults as well, to enter the program and sales of music, entertainment, writing, and um, they get a collective of teachers as well as experienced professionals, and we all come in and we try to groom them, give them internships, give them advice, you know. And and to me, that that is that's that was more rewarding than even like the biggest film or you know feature film that I've been a part of, because they can go do the same thing that I can do. Um, not to right. be long-winded, but I told myself how to write a script, you know, watching a movie. Like, I didn't go to school and have somebody teach me and give me, you know, years and months of critiquing my, my script. I went taught myself and then just got better at it, and, st- and I'm still growing and getting better at it. Wow, that's really commendable. Um, you know, you and I had a conversation about that. Um, as a writer, I can't even mm-hmm. think. I, like I can't even focus thinking about making edits and cuts to my book. So to me, that's something yeah. hard to do. Yeah, <laughs> no, it is. It is. <laughs> it is. You start falling in love with it. It's hard to trim it. Right. Even on movies and stuff, I be it be certain parts that I hate to cut. Like, oh, I love that scene. <laughs> oh, I love that part. That light was something good, but for the sake of it, you just you gotta do it. And I, I, I actually have I actually have an announcement that I wanted to make today. I feel like today is like the appropriate day to do it um, on your platform. I actually okay. decided with a partner of mine that we're going to team up with more writers. So beginning um, the end of February, we're gonna we're gonna start recruiting writers, um, and we're gonna try. It's no guarantee yet because they haven't better past. But we're gonna try to get it aligned with the Educate the Block program over at NJCU so that we can help um, up-and-coming book writers and authors bring some of their stuff to film um, without without them potentially having to spend any money. So so you know I'm going to call you, right? That's that's awesome. (laughs) No, definitely. No, you definitely are. No, I just just wanted to say that. Oh, okay. No, no, I mean, y'all y'all free to read my stuff first and see if y'all like my talent, but I'm definitely going to ask and inquire. Yes, definitely. Right. definitely. Uh, like I said, March, like the end of February, so the beginning of March, um we're going to start we're going to start um actually putting together writers and, and including a writing team. So what it'll be is it's um cuz you know we're not going to be shooting a thousand movies. What we'll be, what we'll be is we'll, <laughs> we're going to pick like five writers um, we're gonna pick like five writers. Hopefully, we, we wanted to keep it not to discriminate against the fellas, but we want to keep it at least three or four writers, female, because we have a lot of male writers in the in the Educate the Black program already. So mm-hmm. we don't want to overload. We want to we want we don't want to look like we discriminate on either side. So we're gonna do like right because you know they will start like a march or something. Yeah, against yes, right. Yeah, we need <laughs> equal rights. We no discrimination on this side. So we, we want to pick five writers and then have them take um, one piece of writing and mm-hmm. shoot a shoot a 10-minute short film for their favorite writing. And like I said, we'll, we'll pick them around March, and then what we'll do is um, from April on, we'll just shoot a, a short every month up to 10 minutes. And that will be good work in the Educate the Black program to expand it and also it's, a, it's given an opportunity for writers that are looking to expand and transition into film. 
Oh, that's awesome. Oh, that's what's up. You hear that? All right, y'all. Y'all, y'all heard the exclusives. We have yeah, a we right. have a big um writing audience because you know we do writers too. We interview writers too and authors yeah. and um screenplay you know writers and all yeah. that. So y'all heard it here. Um, they gonna bombard your inbox, but that's not our fault because you made the um announcement. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh wait, give me a month though. At the end of March, March we start to figure <laughs> So get your 10 game shark and March we're going to start selecting people. And we're definitely going to come to the Miss Reason show um, to, to put the pressure on them. So that way I ain't got to pick from a thousand of y'all uh, best writers. We're going to have y'all submit, right. like, maybe a handful of y'all best writers. Um, oh, Lord. But it's a, it's a, it's a few people that inspired that on there? That's right. I had to put y'all so y'all Why would he say that, Marie? You know everybody's going to be in it. That's right. Y'all we love y'all. <laughs> If we don't choose y'all, we still love y'all. I got to say this real quick. (laughs) Just Jay. Shout out to Just Jay. Um, Shout out to Jocelyn Brown. Um, Shout out to Bella Fente. Shout out to Samuel Spade Morrison. Um, And shout out to uh, Rob Cutts. Those are the main people that I know that that have a a whole lot of writing talent that inspired me and my partner to really sit down and and come up with these ideas and say, we're going to help writers. Oh, that's what's up. Okay. Yeah. What's but up. the writers will help that's us too, though, because I need some writing help. <laughs> I just put that in okay. The writers will be helping me and work on one of my one of my projects too. I don't know when, but I'm I'm gonna be able to call in a favor. Oh, you? I mean, okay. uh, for writers, you asking us to to, to breathe and and like, that's what we do. Yeah. I think sometimes right. I find myself like I have to like dumb down my regular thoughts to not be, you know, whimsical and romantic and all that stuff. When I when I think about stuff I have to take the the book out of it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like that's how definitely. I think. No, definitely. It's in you. And it's a lot of people like that that's like that's just naturally right. And that's, and we wanna like I said, we wanna help. You know, we wanna sit down, we wanna build, we wanna help. 'Cause that's all at the end of the day it's all networking. You know what I mean, and it's a big, it's a big world. You know, the thing, one thing about filmmakers that I noticed, um, especially in the in the black community, it's a, it's a, we have a tendency to feel like we have to do everything on our own, and that's just not that's that's the way we, a lot of us are brought up, but that's not the the way the real world works. When you look at a full feature film project, uh, a major film, it's an entire ensemble, entire cast, it's a whole production crew. It's writers, it's cinematographers, it's, you know, you have directors, you have photographers. It's, it's a whole bunch, it's a collective of people, it's a whole ensemble. So it's not a it's not a one man show to feel like every you are, I have to I have to be the writer, director, the producer, the cinematographer. You know, that that mentality right. has to go. That mentality gotta go. Right. And the only way it's gonna go is if we help others. You can't expect people to help you if you're not willing to help others. Very true. Okay, so, but so, you the, go ahead, sis. Go ahead, Jay. I was gonna ask another question, so I'm gonna let you go first. Okay, go ahead. Um, how do you choose your clients? Um, you know, I know that you do a variety. Like you're not, mm-hmm. you're not just, you know, one one particular type of uh, film or video or whatever. So how do you choose your clients? I know you're not just saying, all right, everybody that come, yeah, I'm gonna do the job for you. No, 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 definitely not. Um, the first thing that's going to determine whether or not I'm going to work with a client is going to be expectation level. And what I mean by expectation is not that I can't provide a high-level quality of work. If you if you expect high-quality high work, that's great. But you have to understand that with a certain level of quality comes a certain price point. And I can help you and I can work with you as much as I can, but at the same time, you know, <laughs> it has to be realistic. You know, and, and that's the main thing is making sure that a person's expectations in terms of what they want me to deliver, I can, but what it's going to take, what it's going to either cost them in time or money to get that done. And then once we have a realistic understanding of where we can start, um, uh, where we can begin, like, the deposit and the payment process or whatever, that's good. Once I accept the, once I accept the deposit, you're a client. The only thing that would stop me from accepting the deposit is, like I said, if you uh, if it's something that's going completely against my morals, I'm 
I'm I'm in a I'm in a, a really good situation where I'm I'm nowhere near rich, believe me. But I don't have to just do anything because if if I just accepted any job, I would still be working at the post office, you know, with a career. I had a four hundred one k. I don't want to do anything that's that's like extremely uh, morally wrong, you know, you know, and um, other than that, as long as the expectations are right and a person has. Um, Person has a deposit on hand, then we can sign the agreement. Every con- every client has to sign a contract and make a deposit. Once you do that, we business point. You know, we in business together. Oh yeah, me and Marie strongly we strongly agree with contracts. We we're the same way. Yeah. Yes, we do. We are. Yeah. We won't work without the, without the contracts. Yes, I don't believe. Um, yeah, because uh, we have businesses outside of doing the show. And we work together, and so we come together and we decide we don't just work with anybody. We have to we agree on it, um, and then we go from there. Then we do our contract. So we totally agree with you on that. Definitely, got a signal. So, yeah, definitely, you do because everybody don't be on the up and up a lot. Right. So. Um, you did mention that you get more satisfaction from teaching than you do watching your own vision come to life, correct? Yeah. Or do you? Well, yeah. I, I wouldn't say I wouldn't say seeing my I wouldn't say teaching as opposed to seeing, helping somebody else's vision come to life. Because so it's like I I love I love bringing bringing my uh, my dreams to reality, but being a part of helping somebody else bring bringing their dream to reality. Is is uh is even bigger than mine, you know what I mean? It's even it's even bigger than mine, right? Because you can you can inspire and help help bring about change just from that one little thing. You know, there's some True. there may be somebody that inspired you or said something to you that really moved you a certain way, that really changed and affected you. And um, not to say that I like you know like any type of power or anything, but a lot of people sometimes don't don't understand how attainable it is. Until you 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 assist them and show them. Sometimes they need a little bit of help for you to show them, like you know this this is an attainable goal, this is achievable. Right. You know we can you know let's help each other. There's a lot of writers that are you know tremendous writers. You know Just Jay is one that I said before, you know great writer. But sometimes you. you don't have you don't have the time or the budget to do the book and the film. Right. You know, and it's a lot of filmmakers that need writers, so it needs to be more collaborative efforts. It needs to be more teaming up. Right. Well, me and Marie fully agree with that. Um, Marie is a holistic life coach, so you know she fully understands. I knew you would like that, but she's she fully understands the the sentiment of helping people. You know, what I'm saying helping people, Mm -hmm. you know, better themselves and grow and. Um, you know, I actually took a lot of time to, to learn how much more gratifying it was. But when I became a publisher, um, not even not even CEO, I think when I was COO of, of my other company, um, I okay. found myself investing so much. I found myself investing Marie will tell you, she hated me for it because I was I was over investing into the authors. To make them you know what I'm saying, like I like I was doing more than the CEO because I knew what it takes for them to be heard. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So yeah, I would do right. stuff like, okay, look, I'm paying I'm paying somebody to do everybody that has my name on a contract. I'm paying somebody to to set up um graphic design flyers and stuff on a author page. You know what I'm saying? Or okay. everybody need business cards. I'm setting up business cards. Um if if when you sign to me, I'm get, I'm paying for your first five copies of your book like as like a, you know, an advance type thing. I was yeah. doing it out of pocket, you know what I'm saying? Marie used to, she used to curse me out all the time, but <laughs> some of my authors were incarcerated. So to to even be able to, they, as much as a lot of them have screwed up, for them to be mm-hmm. able to say something, you know, some of them used to give me shout-outs, like, look, my kids could say, um, you know, my father's an author or my mom's an author. You know, exactly. they gave them something to be proud of. And that's yeah. when I learned, you know, that, okay, well, that's why I'm doing this. Yeah, that's major. That's major because that that book will be around in publication and print forever. Long after yep. we expire. Yep. Yep. Exactly. Exactly. So, Briggs, did you always know cinema photography was for you? Um. Honestly, you know, 
I don't want to sound spooky or anything. I always had signs. I just never really, I didn't take to it fully. I'm the type of person that I try not to. Uh, if I if I commit to something, if I if I commit to something, I commit to it. So I don't like to play around with it or whatever. So when I really first got into cinematography, I I like I dove first, you know, head first in there. Um, I always love movies, but I'm weird because I always love B-list movies. And I always love hood movies. We're like a little bit bad, like not as good up to par acting and stuff. <laughs> and to this day, <laughs> you know, to this day, that's how I that's how I critique and study film. I don't go to a major movie theater and watch a thirty million dollar film, fifty million dollar film, and then try to right. you know dissect it and pick it apart to learn you know what they did wrong. I'd rather watch something bad because. Even the, the, the a person with no cinematography skills will be able to look at something and be like, oh, that was stupid. You know, you don't have to have full knowledge of cinematography to know that that was a horrible cut or that was a bad scene. Oh, I'm pretty sure right, you've seen a right. movie before and you said, that's bad acting. You know, you don't yeah. have to be, a, 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 you know, a, a coach. You know, you don't have to be coaching this and, and, and go to school to know that you just saw bad acting. So that's why I try to watch, like, the B-list movies and stuff because it's, easy, it's easier to pinpoint the mistakes. But I've always been like that. I've always loved, like, B-list movies. Never was, you know, when I was young, maybe I liked the theaters, but I always loved, like, bootleg movies <laughs> and uh, okay. straight-to-DVD okay. movies. Yeah. Okay, well, that's good. I mean, I guess you can learn a lot from those movies. You can learn where the mistakes are made, where not to, what not to do. Um, and it's like you can recognize bad acting. In the B-rated movies, you can definitely recognize bad acting. Yes. <laughs> I'm not, look, sometimes that, that kind of makes the movie better when the actors, I mean, a lot of times it makes it more comedy. If it's supposed to be a comedy and that person really, really sucks at the part that they're playing, it's more funny because every time they say yeah. something, you're like, oh, my God. <laughs> Yeah. Like, <laughs> no, it you just want to go up there and, and see his parts for him and everything. Like, look, I could have did better. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, they're making ridiculous faces and over exaggerating. Yeah, it's yeah. easy to pinpoint. See, but you can't go to the Maybe theater and watch him watch like Leonardo DiCaprio or Denzel Washington that's just been paid fifteen, twenty million dollars or Will Smith. And say, oh, you know, Will Smith did horrible in that part. No, the whole thing's gonna look good. <laughs> you know what I mean? These are right. these are seasoned professional elite actors. You know, right. it's the same thing with the cinematographer at that stage. Right. Exactly. Okay, so okay. um I got another question. Okay. okay, so have you ever directed or produced a movie that as you were as you were behind the camera watching it? You said, I really hate this project. Of course. Oh, I'm not going to say the name of the, of the film. I'm not going to say the name of the film because I like to keep business. But, yeah, of course. I mean, I, it, it wasn't – you, you, sometimes you're in a situation where if you hire me as a cinematographer and you have somebody else on board that's a director – um. At the end of the day, I have to do my job. So I can make suggestions to the director, but at the same time, I'm not the director. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So right. if, if I'm a cinematographer, I have to be the cinematographer. If you bring me on as a director and you have somebody else as the producer, I can make suggestions for things that we can do to um, to up the production value, to get better scene building, to make things look better. Um, but at the end of the day, you know, that's the producer's job, so the producer has had the final call. So sometimes, you know, I like to, I, you know, like I said, just make a suggestion, and you hope that, you know, they know what they're doing. <laughs> and sometimes I've, I've, been, I've also been pleasantly surprised, like, bro, you're not going to, you know, put the lights over there? And, you know, they'll come through like, nah, trust me, brother, you know. So I, sometimes they come through, but sometimes it's a horrible situation where they're, you know, they're completely wrong, but you gotta do your job, you know. If I'm the cinematographer, I, as out of courtesy and respect, I try not to step on the director's toes. If I'm a director, right. out of courtesy, I try not to step on the producer's toes because nobody likes to be told that you can do their job better than them. I'll admit, wow. I I probably couldn't do that. 
I probably couldn't. I think that for me, <laughs> no, like could. for me to do my film, like I already knew Marie. She knows it. She knows it. But you know what? Yeah, I'm out to, I like being in control. But for me to do one of my films, I wouldn't even want to be present. Like I would, I would pick the actors, check the script, and be like, all right, I'm gonna come look at the cuts of today's scenes after y'all, because re- I, I will have too much. I'd be nitpicking. Uh, uh-uh, that blue shirt is not. That's not gonna work on the actress. I'm not cut. Yeah. We're not about to do it. <laughs> yeah. It would be too. It would be too much for me. I couldn't do it. I'll be. I couldn't. I. I can imagine myself behind a camera like. So you really not gonna put this light? I'll be doing side <laughs> comments like, yeah, it would look better if you moved the light, but I guess. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you gotta, sometimes you gotta bite your tongue and just let them let them roll out. But knowing myself, I would just take my I would just take myself out of the situation. I wouldn't even wanna like I wouldn't wanna be there. You know, yeah. to watch my film. I can't you know how some some, some of the writers would wanna be there when you when you filming it? I can't. Mm-hmm. I need yeah, I'll come yeah. I'll come see the the editors' cuts and stuff. Like when we when we doing the cuts, I'll come look at that. Because yeah. I would be in a way. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I would be in a way. The actors start quitting now. and everything. Oh, God. I'm trying now <laughs> at this stage to just to only work with my crew. Like, I have a crew that I work with. Like, we have, we're a team. We have an audio engineer. We have a, a, you know, a team of cinematographers, light technicians. We have, you know, a production call. Me and my partner, Spade. You know, directing. Interchangeable. I can direct. Um, Spade can direct depending on the location of the project. Like, we have our own crew. So whereas, you know, usually when we do a, when we do a full flex by uh, by locking a gig or if my partner locks in a gig, then we bring in the whole team to be able to work collectively because we all we have a common goal and we know how to work together. So we trust each other. It's hard when you're right. working with some, with someone that y'all that don't have that chemistry. Your styles are different. They clash. So we try to keep it, you know, with the same crew. That like that alleviates a lot of those problems. So how did your crew come together? Trial and error, working with some of those people with you behind the camera and you hate the project. <laughs> and then you work with <laughs> behind the camera, with, you know, and you love the project. And, and then, like I said, it's a, it's, a, it's a situation of, for one, um, you have to be humble. You have to be humble. So it's always people sometimes prevent themselves from being able to network and collaborate with other people by trying to, to say, you know, to show that they're the man. And like I say, it's a collaborative effort. So if I'm working with you and you do a great job on audio or whatever, I'm going to I'm gonna take your contact information, and then if I get a gig and they need somebody audio, I'm going to pull you in. Or if I can get you a gig on one of my jobs, on a film, real estate, or commercial something, I'm going to pull you in. You know, and then because I don't want to – I wanted to have the best people – if I want to be the best, I want to have the best people around me. You know, you can't be intimidated. Right. Uh, you're another cinematographer, and, you you know, you do impeccable work. I'm not going to shy away from it. or No, I want your contact information, but we're going to work together. You're not going to go get your money without me. We need to, we, I need to make some money off this guarantee. We need to work together. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Help me. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? And, right. and that's why I say it's, an, it's, imperative, it's imperative to give back and not always take so much because I've helped so many people, like, in terms of, like, showing them, like helping them buy their first camera, showing them how to use the camera, showing them how to edit for the first time. So whenever I have a film, oh, I'm working on my own project, a personal project, I, I never have a problem with favors. You know, I can get extras for days. I can call people to be extra on set, man. I, it's, it's dudes out here that are doing full-fledged videos, and I can call them, on my, you know, to be on the set and just, just take care of life for me because I've done so many favors. You know, i got a lot of favors I can call in. And that's why it's important right. to be able to, you know, to help. Humbleness is, is something that a lot of people lose touch with as they grow professionally. <clears throat> I think that's yeah. a, that's something that a lot of people, you know, they they grow cocky as they grow successful. Yes, definitely do. No, I don't. Well, um, Got to stay humble. Yeah, you have to. Um, okay, so we have a lot of callers on the line. So, callers, if you have any comments or questions for Bricks, you can press 1, and we will bring you on the line with them. Okay, so, Bricks, tell us about your company that you're – well, we have a question. Hold on a second. 
Hello, caller. Your um, first three is 736. What's going on? Six, Welcome to the Miss Reason Show. Do you have a question or a comment for Briggs? Um, this is one of his partners. This is this is chaotic, aka bro got it. I just want to congratulate chaotic. him on his on his continued success, and he let him know that I'm one of the guys that's always one call away. You know what I mean? He's Definitely. on the right track. He's on the right path, and you know what I mean. I'm going to be helping him with some films, some scoring, and and, and casting, and anything that I can help out. You know what I mean? On my end. And we're going to take it to the top. Exactly. That's, that's beautiful. Love, we, yeah, we love the support. We definitely do. And, um, you know, we love Jersey City. On, on, yeah, talk uh, about it. On, on here, we love Jersey City. So <laughs> feel free to contact any one of us if you want to get an interview. Yeah, we, salute, we, we salute show out too, definitely. He, yeah, he I, I might have to come up I, there soon. I got to give a quick shout-out to my man, Chaotic, man, K. Bro, got it. Um, he just, if you're tuning in and you're in the Jersey area, he, he got a hashtag, Jersey, Jersey Got Balls Challenge. And uh, he did that beat. He got that that challenge started, and everybody submitted videos. But on another level, I got to salute Chaotic, because Chaotic is also an entrepreneur. He's pressing up his own clothing. Like he said, he's scoring films with me. He's still doing his beat thing and, and production. He's out there working with Hitchcock and them. I just want to salute you, but I see you working too, B. We busy, but I see you working. I see you working. I'm, I'm an octopus. I'm an octopus, brother. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's when energy <laughs> go wrong. When they... <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, when energy go wrong. Like, yeah, yeah. Oh, like I, I said, you gotta help him. Bricks get in contact with you know, know. me or Marie. And and we definitely, like I said, we we definitely show love. We we all about black enterprise, and um, showcasing you know black talent. So definitely get in contact, and sure. we'll have you on the show. True indeed. Sure. I, I just um fo- I just followed you on um Facebook and all that other stuff. And I salute. <laughs> Roger that, good buddy. <laughs> I, I salute. I salute you too for what you're doing. I definitely salute you because this yeah. is what we need. You know, main, mainstream radio is going where it's going. You know what I mean? They 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 controlled by the corporate the corporate uh, uh, entities now, so they forget about the little people out there. So I salute you, Miss yeah, Reason, and, and and everything that that y'all doing up there. I don't know your partner's name, but I salute both of you. That's Miss Marie Marie. Marie, this is the octopus. He's saying hi. Right. (laughs) 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 Yeah. Oh, snap. Well, let me me get out of here. I got got to get to a show, man. But salute, Bricks. You already know. Yeah, salute, I I see you. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Bro, got it. Five pounds. I see you, bro. Thanks for calling. Thank you so much for calling. All right. Peace. Okay, we have another caller. Um, caller, your first three is five nine eight. Yeah. Hello. Yes. Hello. Peace. You're on I'm the, on? Peace. You're on the... Oh, oh, peace. Hey, how you doing? How you doing, Marie and Just Jay and Briggs Davis? This is Jesky. Oh, that's Jesky. How you doing? Yes, hey, Jesky. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I'm good. I just listened to the show, getting some great insight, you know, how the filming business go, you know. You know, the young G is going to bring it to y'all. He's going to give you that viable information. So I'm just sitting back, and I'm I'm just gathering all the viable information, you know, and taking it in myself. And, and you know, I'm just looking, just, 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 just taking a good look, uh, good look at everything in my mind, picturing everything yes, he's sir. saying in my mind. And um, you know, I just I just appreciate this quality, you know, me of information that Bricks Davis is coming with. You know, I salute him. Definitely. Right, salute. that translates to you got to do his commercial for his products. Oh, oh no, yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah, definitely. You know, and that would be you know, a good I idea. Yeah, I just appreciate. Yeah, I just appreciate it. You know, putting it put putting the young geniuses up on game, you know, so, you know, hopefully one day yes, Rick Davis will have a movie out on King Melick and, and Mansa Musa and stuff like that, you know? Yes, sir. You know, so, 
<laughs> you know, so right, yeah, I, just, I just appreciate it. I'm just listening. Well, hold oh, on, well, thanks for listening. Yeah. I got to shout out Ski because I got to shout out Hood Health. Anybody that's listening right now, tune into the Hood Health. Ski is giving you viable information, and he's bringing it to you in a way that's very easy to digest. Um, and he's from the community, you know what I'm saying? He's not trying to act like he's from the same hood we're from. He's from Jersey City, some of the roughest parts. And I salute you, brother. I see what you're doing. You didn't made a complete 360, and you're helping others, you know what I'm saying? I see you. Salute, definitely, man. You know we're going to get yeah, together yeah. later anyway. We got, we got some work yeah. to do this week. Oh, yeah, yeah, it's definitely some work to do, man. I'm going to let you get back to work, though, you know, and keep on dropping the Jews and, all, you know, waking up the geniuses, waking up all the young geniuses all that's tuning in and hopefully, you know what I mean, to be nationwide, you know, and keep it going. Yes, sir. Peace. Peace, King. All peace. Right. peace. Thanks peace. for calling. Peace. 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 Yeah, peace. Peace, Justin. Peace, Marie. You know, all stay coming. You know, I'm, I'm here. I'm just listening. Well, yeah, thank so. you so much. We appreciate it. All right. Yeah. Okay, we have another caller. I want to mention that the Miss Reason Show is global. We have listeners in Africa, um, Russia, China, the Netherlands. Talk about it. So we are global. So, right. Talk about it. Yeah. Um, caller, <laughs> your number your number is uh, 724-417. You're on the Miss Reason Show. This is Miss Rita. Hello. Hello. Peace. Can you hear me? Peace. Yeah, we yeah. can hear you. Oh, okay. I, I just want to give a shout out to my man Briggs. Briggs, what's up? This is Mark, man, from Pittsburgh. Oh, Mark. Peace, Mark. Yeah, and I'm I'm proud of what y'all doing. I'm proud of this podcast and what y'all got going on here. I just want to salute y'all. I'm a, I'm an aspiring actor myself, so I can't wait till we yes, get to sir. working together, Briggs. You know what I mean? Definitely soon, brother. Definitely soon. Mine is humble, yeah. man. Mine is, mine is, is not an aspiring actor. Mine is an actor, man. Up and coming, definitely doing this thing. Yeah. Definitely doing this thing. We got work to do soon, too, brother. Pittsburgh, I know. That's what I like to hear. I, I'm ready yeah, to take yeah. a road trip. Yeah, yeah, we got, we got to do that. We got to do that. We, got, we definitely have to do that. We have to bring. Yeah. I got to bring something back home to the bird. You know what I mean? Yes, sir. You know, I take road trips. Uh, that's, long, cool. that's cool. That's cool. That's cool. I like that. But I, I'm, I'm proud of you. I'm proud of you, man, that you're doing your thing, man. Salute to you. Salute to Miss Rita, Miss uh, Marie, right? Yeah. Yeah. Marie. Yeah. Salute to y'all too for this happiness. You know, for you know, I can listen to myself because being being an actor myself, I can what's on the street when I need to get into. You know. Yeah. Uh, so. And you might you might need to be up here, brother. I'm recruiting. I'm about to be a part of the Miss Reason show. I think I'm about to just be one of the local recruiters, like in the Jersey City. I got you. Hit me up. Okay. I'm going to tell you. I'm going to tell you short, but I, I'm, I'm really, I'm really proud of y'all, and just keep the show going. Oh, thank you. you. Peace. Thank right. you so much. All right. Bye, bye, y'all. All right. Peace. Bye. Peace. All the callers listening in, I still I got it for cheap. I am the plug. You trying to get on the Miss Reason show? Hit the DM. Twenty dollars. How he gonna take his cut, Marie? You see how he just slid his his little fee in there? <laughs> right. Twenty dollars. That's the type. Line. That's our people, Marie. You see how our people do? You okay. see how they do? Yeah. Sliding in fees. Yeah, we live in a cat. He got a finder's fee and everything. Uh uh-uh. uh. That's right. We we got a businessman for the president. Twenty dollars for the interview. Come come on, let me on the plug. <laughs> you gotta eat a plug. Yeah, they say the rap game like the crack game. This is, you know, this is the street. I'm the plug. Hit me up. I got it for cheap. Interviews for cheap. Come see me. Hit the DM though. <laughs> Don't hit me on the, on the on the public page. Hit me in the DM. Talk about prices in the DM. Right, it's private. Right. A mess. Now, we got any more callers, sis? Um, I think we got one more caller. Let me check. Um, caller, your number is five five one three three three. How you doing? Good. Hello? How are you? How you doing? Um, this is Pete May G from um 
Maisie from Jersey City. Shout out to uh, Miss Reason Show. Calling up here to uh, support the big bro. I'm all right. And yourself? I'm well. You okay? All yeah, right. I right. am. That's a smooth brother. That's a smooth brother, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know, I know Maisie. He might not... He might not know me, but I know of him. Okay. Thank you. I appreciate mm-hmm. it. I appreciate it. I appreciate it. But, you know what I mean? I just want y'all to let y'all know. I just want to call and let y'all know. That's who he is. He preach all day. He preaches. <laughs> let me know about life all day. So y'all not hearing enough. No, I'm just letting y'all know. Y'all getting the uncut raw deal right there. That's big bro. I love him. And um, y'all getting the uncut. But um. I just want to let let him know and let y'all know I love what y'all doing. Bro took me, I, I mean, brought me in the studio when I was 14, had me grinding hard and um, stay positive. So not it, not he just not just do moves. Yeah. He's a he's, he's a life coach, man. Big brother saves a lot of people's lives. It's taking people from the streets and having them in the studio and and just having doing something productive, man. Because a lot of times we don't get we don't glorify that guy. That guy that um that put people on to do something else besides what we was in tune or, or 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 shown to do since he was uh, from the youth. But um, I just yeah, want to definitely. shout out Miss J, Maria, right? Marie, 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 yeah, Marie, Marie. Marie. and Miss J. I'm sorry about that, but um, oh wait, 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 but you hang up, brother. It's like a tradition. Uh-huh. Every call, I got to shout him out. I got to shout him out. One thing I got to say about right. Justice Main G before you hang up this phone. And just check, and check him out on the IG, too, Just Main 05. It does dope music, yeah. and it's not the typical sound. Yeah. He got his own sound. Just just underscore Main 05. But one thing I got to say about that. Main G is that this dude, this is a dude, like he said, I've seen this since he was 14 years old. I know the path that he was on. You know what I mean? I know the path that he was on. And he was in these streets for real, you know what I'm saying? And not only was he really in these streets for real, he he could have it could have he could have been way worse than what he you know than what he was even doing at that point. But one thing I got to say about him, not only did he did he persevere and and become successful in his music, and he's definitely doing his thing in his music. He also became a great father. He's a this that's is a, this is a young man that's a great father <laughs> to his children. And a real example of a real man, and that's that's one of the things that I'm I'm most proud of. That I could even be a Appreciate small part that. in that. You know what I'm saying? I just want to tell you Appreciate that, but I'm that. proud of you because there ain't enough examples of brothers like you. And you're a great father to your kids, even more than you're a great man. You're a great father, and I appreciate you for that, B. Definitely. We ain't gonna get that. I love the the uh, that really show. is. You about to make coming. Appreciate that, big brother. Uh, <laughs> nah, definitely. We got a lot of work That's coming. Beautiful. We got a lot. We got a lot of work coming. Um, the worst tape is that. Can I do that? Can I do that? Yeah, there, there, you do can that. do that. Yeah. Love that, man. The worst tape. Where you go? I don't know. I don't know, but I'm gonna plug it for him. The worst right, tape dropping soon. The you got the worst tape dropping soon. You got a lot of dope visuals. You can check them out on the uh, on YouTube at Main G. Uh, M-A-I-N-E space G and you can check them out on the Instagram at just underscore main 05 again that's J-U-S-T underscore M-A-N E-05 that's my boy right there man great great example of, of you know turning your life around great example that's beautiful that's beautiful we we love we love black men we love black fathers on this show so that's that's beautiful we do definitely, definitely. we got that's one a, more caller great, great young brother Okay. Okay. Caller, your number is two six seven seven three six. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hello, hello. This is Calvin from Philly. Hey, Calvin from Philly. <laughs> yeah, you know, so uh, appreciate, it, appreciate. It. Um, so you know, I, I'm I'm trying to uh, jump into filmmaking. You know, uh, I, I wrote a couple of scripts. Um, and I'm trying to navigate in this world. And I, like, you know, I, I reached out to some people that I thought that I, you know, would invest, but, you know, they didn't. So, you know, like I, I'm, I'm hearing Bricks uh, speak and I, I'm trying to figure out like, what's the best way to like balance my time, you know, cause I know he does multiple stuff and, you know, I want to make sure that I'm, I'm utilizing my time the correct way. So, it, you know, how do you decide when you're a photographer? How do you decide when you're, 
a director or a cinematographer or a screenwriter? Like, how do you navigate through this industry that you're currently in? Perfect question. Oh, damn. That's a great question. Damn, I should have right. had you that a week ago. <laughs> to get prepared. <laughs> um, the, the, the first thing I can say about, um, in terms of a hat, is uh, the first thing you need to know is usually, you have, especially in the beginning stages, you have to base it off of necessity. The only way to be a great leader is to first become a great follower. So right, if, right. If, the, if the situation calls for you to be a good photographer, then in that moment, you need to be a photographer. You may have all the dreams in the world, aspirations of being a director, cinematographer, whatever, but if you already have been chosen to be a photographer in that moment, then, you know, that's what that position calls for. But in terms of, like, you de- you devoting your time to your personal project, it's all about what you feel. If you feel in your heart, I want to direct, my brother, you're a director. You got to work towards it, but you're a director. You know what I'm saying? So devote your energy and your time into which, what's going to make you the most happy. But when you get booked or when you're in a situation, only put on the hat that that situation calls for. You know, so you, like I said earlier, I don't know if you heard earlier, you never want to step on somebody's toes. You could be the photographer and you could have great suggestions for the cinematographer, but that may make that cinematographer uncomfortable. So try to try to word it as nice as you can, you know what I mean? And then just do your job as the photographer. But in, in terms of uh, in terms of breaking into the film industry, I can't guarantee anything because I'm not like you know I'm not a millionaire or anything. But link up with me um, on the, the my IG is uh, Brick Davis B R I K X D A V I S. Okay, okay. I'm actually in I'm in the Philly area quite often. I'm working on a horror film out there with a partner of mine. So get at me on the IG again. That's Brick Davis B R I K X D A V I S. Hit me on the Instagram, and then, uh, like I said, no guarantees, but I can try to point you in the right direction in terms of uh, a specific position that you're trying to land on the film. Also, one more thing before you hang up, don't be afraid in the beginning. Um, don't be afraid in the beginning to get your credentials out there. So if your passion is truly film, it, it's a reality that people aren't going to pay you that much money, if anything, in the beginning for small jobs that you do. So sometimes you have to use it for the experience and for the credentials. And if that's something that you don't like or you feel like you're at a higher level than that, then you need to just get your own camera and, and, you know, go to YouTube University and devote time and effort, and you can learn and teach yourself. Right, right. Definitely Definitely appreciate it. Appreciate that, man. No, I appreciate you, man. That was a great question. No, great, great answer. You know, uh, thank you, ladies, for, uh, you know, having a wonderful show as well. You know, Bricks. Uh, I'm, I'm following you right now on Instagram, and I appreciate the insight. I appreciate well, it. Well, thanks and for shout listening. Out to Philly. Thank you. Shout out to Philly, Thank you too. so much for calling. Right, anytime, that was a perfect anytime. question. Why didn't we think of that yeah. question, Marie? <laughs> I know, right? You want to me. I, I got to recruit him. That dude's a writer. I got to recruit him. <laughs> right. Got to recruit him. He's a writer. Well, we are down to the last minute of the show, Brick, so tell everybody again where they can find you at. Um, my name on all social media platforms is Brick Davis, but um, I want to wrap up by just shouting out a few of my friends. Shout out to Decker Cars Entertainment. Shout out my partner Spade. By the session, the hard film is coming. Shout out to Main G, just Main 05. Um, uh, shout out my bro Rob Cuts, Cuddy Pop World. You know, Cuddy World coming soon. Cuddy Pop the Menace on Instagram. Shout out uh, Miss Marie. Shout out Just J. Um, shout out Janae Rodriguez. You follow her on Facebook. She does great paintings and artwork. Um, shout out to Bella Fente, B Fente. Check out her Instagram. She's an actor, singer. Um, just, just, you know, shout out to everybody that support me. Um, and I do appreciate everybody that called in. And I do appreciate both of you for letting me use this platform. I really do appreciate it. Oh, we appreciate you it's calling been a pleasure in. To we, have you. Right. We do. It's been a pleasure. We've learned a lot, so we thank you so much for using our platform to get your word out and to get more notoriety. So you have been a wonderful guest, and you are welcome to come back. Right, and and you are welcome to recruit people for the show. Uh, um, Your fee is not any of our business, but you are welcome welcome to recruit people for the show. We're not going to ask you how much they paid you or anything. 
But um, <laughs> yeah, one more thing, Marie. We didn't even um, plug ourselves. Um, the Miss Reason Show is on all social networks everywhere. So follow us. Yes. yes. Everywhere. Definitely make sure I do that. <laughs> now don't follow them. Just hit me. Hit me up in the DM. Hit, hit me in the DM. I'm the plug. I got it for cheap. <laughs> I got it for cheap. Marketing for cheap. Oh, one more time. Let me just the Instagram. I'm sorry. One more time. O N G underscore I underscore think underscore I. That is the Instagram. That's like an art. I have a lot of artwork. I just put in my new film. I have to shout her out. Um, she does great artwork. If you're interested in artwork, check her out. I'm gonna need you to inbox that link to me too, because I'm into art. So, right. um, yeah, thanks. Oh, we definitely. appreciate that in advance. Yeah, yeah. Thank, <laughs> thank y'all for listening. Thank everybody for calling in. Um, we will have more, you know, Jersey City guests on the show. Um, and if you're from Philly, if you're from Pittsburgh, wherever, you know, we do showcase Black enterprise and Black talent. So. Don't be shy. Right. Definitely. Hit break. Absolutely. Have a good night, night. Y'all too. Yeah, you too. Good night. All right. Good night. Good night.